like two weeks ago. Yeah, Zora is awesome. I mean, it was yeah. good to go back to our, you know, we, we'd start every season at Zor. And it was, for me, you know, I don't get to play it ever. And it was my first yeah. time playing it since since that day and mm-hmm. there since our last tournament. And, man, oh, man, oh, man, was it good to be back. Mm-hmm. And tough format, too. That was the first time I've ever played in a two-man scramble versus a four- or three-man scramble. And Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. Hard. Yeah, it makes it it makes it a lot more difficult than you might think, though. I mean, yeah, you know, great, obviously it's you know you get way less chances at every single shot, but you got to think more about you know who's going first, you know what what are the strengths and weaknesses of each game too. And I think that was really interesting with like two. Yeah, it was, it, the strategy for a two man versus like a three or four man scramble is completely different. Completely cool. late October round too. That yeah, yeah. Really a little, little chilly. Yeah, it's true fall golf. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, why couldn't we make a putt, bro? Dude, I have no idea. One putt the whole day, and it was on 17. Well, the problem was flipping Neil was taking all of our mojo, dude. Neil, 73-year-old man, teeing off in the white tees, was hitting bombs. Why was this guy so he good? 20 yards that's, that's, that's cheating. That's cheating, hole. dude. <laughs> like, the, the, I get, you know, play from the white tees all you want. I get your 73. But you can't be that good. He earned, white those white tees, tees. he earned those white tees. He earned those white tees. No, he didn't. No, he didn't at all. Was he playing the seniors or was he playing the men's tees? Yeah, dude, he was 73. Yeah, he was he was 73. So they had a couple different age ranges. Yeah. I think at 65, you were at the golds. And then the, the over 70, you were at the whites. So you get like 100 yards in every hole. Um, but the, but the, the which is, Maybe you know, you, it's supposed you, to be balanced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By four shots. Would they shoot ten under? They shot ten under. They shot ten under. They win it. Yeah. Nah. You probably the results aren't out yet because Tim Hefner doesn't know what he's doing. But Damn. Come on, um, <laughs> but either way, I just think it's funny that he was so good though. Like he was actually like a good golfer, you know. And he was he, the yeah. entire time he was like, I credit my new hips to my amazing golf game. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> that's such, that's not cool. That's not goals. I don't know what it is to fucking <laughs> playing against just cleaning, like, cleaning up the Northern Ohio golf golf tour, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, this is a playing against Iron Man, dude. Like an Iron Man version of golf golfer guy. It's crazy. And what it made it what it made it even worse is he made every putt too. So he was in the he was in the center <laughs> of the fairway, twenty yards past us, because he was getting hundred yards off of every tee, and then he was <laughs> making every putt on top of it. We're just like <laughs> Neil, bro, you gotta chill. And you know what really bothered me too, which is something I didn't realize until like a couple days ago, is they were always like a foot or two outside of us. So they would always putt first too. So like we would have to watch them just drain 30 footers. And then we would have to step up there and be like, well, I guess we got to do the same thing. Let's try our best. You know what I mean? Yeah, because when somebody makes a putt. When somebody yeah. makes a putt outside of you, you're like, I have to make this now. Right, right. right. Like he made yeah. it from and that then, distance, so I got to make it from this distance. Right. Closer. And, and he was always, he was always like, oh, you guys got it. Like, go ahead, man. Like, do your Thank best. You. I was like, shut up, Neil. You just drained three, three thirty footers back to back, dude. Like, shut up. <laughs> and we're, so we're great. like lipping out on four footers that just like <laughs> can't fathom how they missed the hole. Like we, we would hit yeah. like. I'd be like, oh, that's the line. You just got to hit it a little bit harder. And then you'd hit a little yeah. bit harder, and it'd break the same exact way. Yeah. It just, it just, mm-hmm. it made no Actually, sense. Actually, speaking of the putting challenges, uh, Ferrara Jenkins and uh, one of our good buddies, Tully, just played in the Windmill Lakes four-man scramble 
uh, called Oktoberfest, and that was a blast. We had a good time, but the same problem. We would have, we had a pot on hole number seven at Windmill that was pretty much straight downhill, and we had, I went first, it breaks left. Tully goes second, it breaks right. Jenkins goes third, it breaks left. Ferrer goes last. We're like, okay, it's got to be right at the hole. Like, it has to be right at the hole. He hits it right at the hole, and it breaks right or something. It's like, what are you supposed to do? When it do, when it does something different every single time, you know. Maybe Sometimes you just get unlucky. We might be our putting challenges will never go away. You know what the common denominator in that is? It's it's Fultz. Fultz is the <laughs> common it's denominator. Me. It's me, dude. It's me. It's I've always been pretty good at putting, time. though. <laughs> yeah, no. If you're playing your own ball, like your putting's fine. One of, the, right. one of the most demoralizing things, though, in a scramble is when you, when everyone, when you like get a couple guys that hit the spot you're trying to hit. Like we're aiming right edge, and like you have three guys in a row hit it right edge, like right where you want to hit it, and it just doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Is one of the most deflating mm-hmm. things. And we had like a three hole stretch where we missed, so we all four missed like this inside 10 foot putt on, on seven, just brutal. It broke diff- different ways for everyone. On eight, we have like a 35, 40 footer that. Jenks leaves it oh. on the side door, like hanging over the lip, and it somehow doesn't go in. And then I somehow hit a better putt than that that hits like the lip, the the high side lip, and doesn't go in. Like was it wasn't even going fast. And, and when you get back to back holes like that in a scramble where you just get robbed, oh, deflating. But, yeah, and then and then number nine, we pick a ball mark about halfway between the hole and our ball. I nail the fuck. We're like we're like if you if you roll over top of this ball mark, there is. A zero percent chance you'll miss the putt. Yep. Three of us in a row rolled directly over that ball mark, and it all did different out. things afterwards. It's out, just, yeah. it's like, are you kidding me? You kidding me? Three holes in a row, but but hey, it's fall golf. You know the greens are maybe not what they were in June, and that's just the rub of the green, baby. Sometimes they go, oh, and sometimes yeah. they don't. So there's 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 some great things about fall golf, and there's some. There's some tough things about fall golf. Yeah. But you know I what? Think it, I think it nets out positive, though. You know what? The, oh, the colors of the, of the leaves. You know what the best time of the year to play golf is? I would say the first week of September, right around Labor Day. That might mm. be the best time to play golf. I think. Why do you, why do you kinda, say we, that? We kind of nailed it, this year, didn't we? We. we Jenkins, Jenkins' schedule allowed for us to play that week. Yes. Luckily. He's a busy man. Only, only three different reschedules of our golf trip that we planned a year in advance. <laughs> oh, it turns out, guys, I'm actually – I actually have a wedding I got to attend. Um, for, but no. For, why, don't you, yeah. why don't you – yeah, why don't you say what, what was so special about yeah, that so September round? We went to uh, northern Michigan. We made a stop in Detroit, went up to Traverse City, back down to um, – Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. Uh, little little road trip of a of a little golf voyage, you might you might call it. Um, but yeah, we just we went first week of September, right around Labor Day, right after Labor Day, uh, and just had an awesome awesome trip. Uh, mm-hmm. We you know we talked about how we went to Pinehurst in the last episode. We took some positives from that, um, and we we kind of changed the format of our game that we played going into Northern Michigan. And then we played some awesome, awesome courses um, and kind of drove around and saw a lot of, a lot of Michigan, which is a beautiful, beautiful state, even though that pains me to say it sometimes. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Like, like you said, the weather was, was awesome, except for the first day, or I guess te- technically the first day that was absolutely torrential downpour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I'm sad. We, we only, we can only talk about Belvedere, the, the back nine is when we started, but we, yeah. you know, we can only talk about so much of Belvedere, but let me, let me I, take us, let me just take us real quick. So a couple of us showed up 
on, I think it was Tuesday night, and we played uh, TBC Michigan Year Home Track. Uh, we played like 14, 15 holes, maybe maybe a couple more. Like we, we played a, a good portion of the course, then it got dark. Then the next day we went to the University of Michigan course, and we we're still waiting on one guy from or two. At that point, we were still waiting on three guys to like round out our eightsome uh, for the trip. So these were kind of like pre-trip rounds, or they were like bonus rounds for the people that could get up there. Mm-hmm. And holy shit! All right, TPC Michigan is awesome. I think that's we've we've talked about TPC Michigan on this podcast. What a, what a what a sick track! What a hard track! University of Michigan course also blew me away. Like that, the fact that you can see campus and you're looking at the big house on like ten holes, and like it's an out it's an original Alistair McKenzie in the middle of camp of university of Michigan campus. And it's just, it was awesome. What a, what a yeah, great plopped into the middle of Ann Arbor. Yeah. It was so hard too. It was, it was shocking to me how, how difficult it was. Like I got out there kind of expecting it to be like a little bit of a, a more fun run. Cause it, I pictured it like a college course and I'm maybe, and I got, don't have a ton of experience with college courses. Cause all I had was bowls. The college was there, but um, it was a lot harder than I thought, which made it a lot more interesting to play. But you guys have you guys really touched on the the kind of aura of the course, the yeah. the surrounding area makes it really really cool, and that the view from that ATT box is unbelievable. So it was awesome. it was yeah it was very unique, uh, like scenery. I I don't think I've ever experienced that on a golf course. No right, like you're seeing this at- like and Ann Arbor's pretty old. Like there's a lot of brick buildings, you know, very midwestern kind of town, yeah. but it's it's pretty big. It's a it's a pretty big town, obviously, yeah. especially with all the students and then people already living there. Um, so it was, it was really awesome. It's something that, you know, was very new to me. But, yeah, so we go to U of M. We drive four hours up to Charlevoix, Michigan, <laughs> and go play, uh, like, heaven on earth of a golf course. Like, it doesn't get more just, like, back to the roots of golf than Belvedere. It really does, yeah. Belvedere was awesome. Um, sadly, golf, we we literally played it. Uh, we called there, and, like, I can't, I can't say enough good things about Belvedere. Like they, the fact that they accommodated us and made everything, we'll, we'll touch on it. But the National Hickory Ryder Cup was not going, national, international. It's, international, it's, yeah. The, international the, Hickory Ryder Cup. It was Team USA versus Team Europe. So there's freaking people from Europe playing this golf course with hickory clubs and the caddies and like their full their on vests, ties, button down shirts, like the whole get up, uh, tall, tall socks and everything. And when we called, they're like, yeah, this is going on, but you guys can just tee off the back. It's cool. We'll just let you guys tee off the back. They'll tee off the front. You just got to stay out of their way. Um, it's fine. So, yeah. Shout out party, Joy. Yeah. I will say, like, Belvedere reminded me of Pinehurst courses because of the pine trees that kind of, and, and like, the tree foliage, like, kind of reminded me of Pinehurst. And then also just it sat on, like, a bunch of sand. So, like, there was the bunkering in the sand you know, scapes of the, of the course really like felt like I was in Pine, I was in North Carolina also like, but I'm about as far North in the country as you can get. So it, it was really interesting. It, it is interesting that Northern Michigan golf is, that's why it's so great is it actually is like Pinehurst. It sits on a lot of sand. There's a ton of sand along Lake Michigan. So all yeah. those courses have amazing drainage and just, uh, just perfect conditions for building a golf course. Mm-hmm. So we, we make the turn, and then the skies opened up. We got through, like, two holes in the front nine, which was our back nine. Um, skies opened up. <laughs> we were, like, so having such a great time and, like, so excited to see the rest of the course that, like, I was like, you know what? We were underneath a storm shelter, and I'm like, I'm leaving my clubs out here. We're going to leave our clubs because we're going to finish this round. <laughs> and then it was 
absolute pour rain for the next six hours. And they, they, some worker had to go get our clubs underneath the storm shelter. And, uh, but while we're waiting for the weather, <laughs> we're in the cart barn just shooting the shit with one of the workers. And he's like, what, a really cool guy, like ex-FBI agent, loves golf, is retired at this golf course and just kind of works and plays all the time. And he's like, do you guys want some Jameson shots? And we're like, sure. And he pours us like three shots worth of Jameson shots each. <laughs> and we're, just, we're like, is this, is this the cart barn stash? And he's like, nah, it's just overflow for the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. So sadly, you know, we didn't get to play the last seven holes of Belvedere. Um, but just an amazing course. I, I can't wait to get back there. Um, and we we're supposed to play Agaming that afternoon, the Sundance course had to take a rain check on that one but this is a part of the golf trip that you know we we touched on staying on the course um and how great it is i think you know we got rained out there like you can't go on the course but we're staying on the course the sky's cleared at like 6 6 p.m they're all like we got to play some golf we're here to play golf let's 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 get out on the course so we go out and it was awesome we carried our clubs we had you know the beer with us yeah we were just we just played like a four-hole loop a couple times it is awesome I, I went barefoot that was that was actually that was really fun um but yeah i think the, that was a beauty of that's a beauty of staying on the course when you're on a golf trip is being able to like go play a little night golf or something you know yeah Break the like a little contest um in the <laughs> with you know drinks and music going we uh i will say that one of my favorite things about a golf trip is when you're staying on a course or something like that and you have a round where you can just drink, play music, fuck around and have a great time. Like that every golf trip needs maybe some important rounds that are competitive, like hey, like we're gonna go grind. And you also need the round where it's just like, all right, we're playing a scramble, we're drinking a bunch, uh, and we're gonna blast some music and have a great time. I think both of those elements need to be <laughs> to make a golf trip. Absolutely. So then the next morning yeah, so so at Pinehurst, we, the farthest we drove was maybe forty minutes to Tobacco to Tobacco Road, but everything else was like within fifteen minutes. This one we had to do a lot of driving, like we said, four hours up to Charlevoix. Then we had to drive an hour down to Kingsley the next morning after yep. uh, after our mess round Agaming round. And Kingsley, awesome. I, I want to hear what your opinion, what your guys' opinion on. So we had it in. It was probably fifty degrees. It was windy it was cold there was the thickest the thickest fog layer and heaviest mist i don't know how that wasn't like rain right at that point it was crazy but i think it made that course kind of eerie like it made it fun i I kind of i would love to play it in the sun don't get me wrong but that was really fun um for the experience no that's that's i think i i yeah i no you're good i was gonna say i think the the cool part about playing in the mist there is like you said, it adds a little bit to the to the aura, but also what was fun is like you would get up to one of these tee boxes. I remember, I think it was like 15, it was this par five that goes way down this hill and you can't see anything. You cannot see a thing. So you kind of get like the first, you know, five feet of, of the fairway and then maybe, you know, just vanishes after that, which makes it, um, makes it so mysterious to play, if that makes sense. You know, it makes it a very... Uh, it kind of added to the, to the almost. Uh, I'm searching for a word here. It kind of added to the, oh, you know, the, the mystery. The yeah, the I don't know. The, yeah, kind of. Um, 
it, it just made it feel like we were playing a vintage course. I think that's what I'm trying to say. You know, yeah. like if we played there, it would be, it didn't, it didn't feel like the nicest club I've ever been at in my life, but it felt like a place that I would never play again. You know what I mean? I think that's what made it really cool to play a miss like that. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really and then cool. keeping with the, um, uh, who's the designer? I can't remember. Uh, but keeping uh, with Mike DeVries or was that Mike DeVries? Yeah. Mike DeVries. So keeping mm-hmm. with the Mike DeVries theme, we, we then ventured down to, um, Grand Rapids. We played Pilgrim's Run. We played the mines. We played Diamond Springs and we finished it off with, um, a classic Donald Ross, the oldest mm-hmm. club in Michigan at Kenny country club. Yeah. Um, I think so. Like we said, Pinehurst was in kind of one central base kind of branched out, not very far. But, you know, you get that in Pinehurst. There's a golf course. You could throw a stone and hit five golf courses. Um, <laughs> Michigan, like, there's amazing golf, but it's a little bit more spread out. Um, I think, you know, these are two very polar opposite kind of trips of, you know, kind of being in one spot and traveling around. What are your guys' opinions on that? Like, Fultz, what do you think? Yeah, what, that was one of my my favorite topics, honestly, to talk about during this, this season. Um I just love the fact that the, the contrast between our Pinehurst trip and our Michigan trip with regards to the travel. Uh, I think there's, there's, you can't go wrong, by the way, I'll start, I'll start it off by saying you, you cannot go wrong. If you stay on the golf course and you pick a place and you play courses within 15, 20 minutes around there, it's awesome. It's a great experience because you get all of your golf right there. Um, and you can kind of go straight from golf to uh, kind of like hangout fun time. Uh, you know, experience life, yeah. living right nightlife, that that kind of thing, which is great. Um, but on this Michigan trip, we travel a lot more. And what I think is fun about that is you get a lot more experience in the actual state um, versus like just this one little town. So like instead of just exploring, you know, just Pinehurst and kind of the, the amenities that Pinehurst has to offer, we kind of got to explore multiple different areas. And to be totally honest, you could isolate any one of those places we went and kind of do a Pinehurst style trip there, right? Where you don't move around a lot. Um, and I think that was really cool. So we got like a good little chunk, um, little piece of every part of Michigan. And I think that was a really, really cool way of doing it. Uh, there are, you know, advantages and disadvantages to both. You're going to be traveling more if you, if you obviously, you know, travel longer distances to each course. Um, you know, and if you're at Pinehurst slash, you know, somewhere else and you decide to stay there on property, you're going to get a little bit more of that atmosphere of where you're at. But, um, I just think it was a really cool, it was a different pace of play for our trip. Um, and it added a little bit more of a, um, kind of just an enjoyable, like even the traveling wasn't that bad. Like I, in my opinion, it was really fun to, to hop in a car and like drive around because you get to see michigan you know you get to see all these cool things along the road too it's like going back to our college roots of playing like 14 courses in like eight different states yeah in like Mm -hmm. in like five days yeah and then one one other thing that i'll throw in here too that we did that was really cool is shout out to ferrara's uncle um for letting us use this this massive mercedes sprinter van Um, we have you know hit my ride stud total total pimped out mercedes um and that that's something that the Pinehurst trip did not live up to at all because we were staying in one spot. Um, is there's there's a certain atmosphere of getting a bunch of guys uh, or a bunch of you know members of your trip uh, in one car and kind of just traveling together uh, that makes it really really fun. Uh, and we we kind of experienced that during our college trips, 
and we brought it back here. Um, and it was definitely lacking from our Pinehurst trip. But like I said, you can't go wrong. You know, you, you yeah. really cannot, you really can't pick, pick a wrong point, but it is fun to analyze kind of the differences in those pros and cons. I'm going to go pass it over to you, Mac. Do you, do you have anything interesting to say either? Um, no, I, I think it, the big thing about traveling, um, obviously we bonded a lot on Pinehurst, but I think having, being in a, in a van or a car for a long, for a lot of it, it, it was like, kind of like those college trips is we, we, I feel like we became really tight. We came, we bonded like a lot more. We created those mm-hmm. shared experiences a lot better. Um, but yeah, so we, we kind of went through, unless far, do you have anything to say before I move on? No, go ahead. I, I think that's all right. I don't want to, I don't want to cut anybody off here, but you know, <laughs> I, in the, in the last episode, we went through our, our rankings of the Pinehurst courses and I, would love to go through the rankings of our um, uh, Michigan courses to see kind of how they, how they shook out. Um, Yeah. And I'll get it started. I think this was a clear favorite. This was an obvious one. We just needed to put a number to it was Belvedere at number one with a Mm 4.22. I think and and only seeing what was it? 12 holes or 11 holes. It, it just, it blew my socks away and I was not expecting that. Yep. No, it was clear cut number one. We're so bummed that we only got to play twelve holes. Um, yeah, the whole experience there was just was just awesome. Yeah, and I think a big part of that score is also the the staff and like we mentioned, like getting those shots of Jameson, Jameson, and just we were just chilling in the cart barn. Like we can't let you in the clubhouse because you know all the Girl Cup guys are in the clubhouse having their party. So. We're like, ah, no, we get it. So they, they stuck us in the cart barn, and we were just chopping it up with the staff. It was awesome. Um, it's just a, a, a crazy experience. It, you know, a negative turned into a huge positive. Right. Um, and then Kingsley Club coming in at number, at number two at 4.18. Um, Kingsley was spectacular. Interesting. Yeah. Kingsley was spectacular. The layout, one of the – one of, like, kind of reminds you of, like, Tobacco Road, like something that – just you don't see like that kind of layout and that kind of that kind of mounds and elevation change and green complexes and just like native areas like the sand like shrubs that are like off it's a it's a very like link style course just very unique uh, nothing really like it um definitely deserves a 4.1 rating um i think we're, it's it's all golf there right like the, the clubhouse is like a trailer a trailer yeah right mm-hmm. um it's just about the experience of playing golf. Like in on the 18th hole, there's a rock um, kind of wall that surrounds the 18 tee box, and then in the rock wall is a cabinet that you can open up, and there's a Jameson bottle there. And the tradition is everyone that plays that course, you got to go take a shot of Jameson on the 18th hole. Um, just super cool. Uh, we'll probably not, we're not sure if we'll ever play it again, but. Really, really, really awesome experience. Mm-hmm. I was gonna, I was gonna kind of emphasize how cool it was that it was all about the golf, because the rating is still that high, and the clubhouse was literally smaller than my Jeep, my 2016 Jeep Wrangler. Um, <laughs> like it was, it was, and we we didn't even get the chance to hit on the range or really putt on the putting green, but it still ranked that high between all of us, just simply because of, and we played it in, in kind of terrible weather. And it's right. still ranked that high. Like, right. I think that is a big testament to how awesome that golf course is and the atmosphere that it creates just throughout the layout of the holes. Yeah. And I think the one thing that Kingsley Club lacked that I think shot Belvedere also up to the top 
as a clear number one. And also, Belvedere is number one in across all our rankings in, of all the courses on this uh, survey. Is with Belvedere, and it may be partly because of the Grail Cup, but it felt like I was, I was playing. It felt like I was playing with hickory clubs, mm-hmm. using my modern equipment. Like it just like, it, it just made sense. It it felt like mm-hmm. I was playing a part of history, with a uh, mm-hmm. part of golf history. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, and so then moving on to number three, we got yours truly, TPC Michigan, um, with a three point nine four. So we're out of the fours, we're out of the excellent, we're back to the very goods. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I could sit here and talk about TPC Michigan all you want because I've played it a million times. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I think TPC Michigan is one of the best base like. Uh, base like fundamental country clubs that I've ever been at. It has the amenities are in point. The staff is great. The putting green is great. The driving green is uh, the driving range is great. You know the golf course is great. Every hole is different. You get some unique experiences out there. Some really cool views. Like in my personal opinion, I don't. I honestly cannot pick a single country club that is ever ranked that high. In my opinion. Um, just across the board in every single sense. It is just such a great, great country club. The point you made about the like variety of holes and how each hole is different. That's like what my takeaway is of TPC Michigan. It's really hard and you, it, it stresses every single part of your game. You have to hit irons off tees, driver in play, three woods. You know, there's just, there's so many different dog legs in, it, it the like water holes and all of these features like every hole is so unique and that's what my probably takeaway is it's just like it's it's so many different awesome golf holes put together and, it, and it'll it'll be in the teeth it's freaking hard but uh mm-hmm. very cool variety of, of holes yeah and 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 it's it's an amazing home base i know you guys can't talk talk to this but the one thing i love about tpc is it's amazing home base you've mentioned it for is you hit every shot in your bag every time you play it yeah. i don't i can't think of a round at tpc that i didn't hit all 14 clubs right it's mm-hmm. crazy and e- even like some nine hole times like you'll hit 14 clubs yeah, um so you're not, I think play, was, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna play a course harder in tpc michigan <laughs> you like you're gonna you're, if, you're, if you're home base you're <laughs> playing like course you're ever gonna you're mostly you're mostly probably gonna play is your home course like it just makes going anywhere else easier right yeah absolutely mm-hmm. it, it, the the talk around the club with all the members is always you know are the handicap travels so you may be you may be a, a 10 at tpc but you're really a five everywhere else so right. it's a good way to make some money um mm-hmm. If you're into that sort of thing, I you know, I don't, I don't want to go pro. You know, you don't want to spend bet too bet too much money. But uh, so then coming in at fourth, we got Kent Country Club, the 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 OG club in Michigan, classic Donald Ross. Just uh, I think just it's it's a it's one of those courses in my opinion that is just fun to play. Like it's not too difficult, it's nothing crazy, but you can go out, you won't lose a golf ball unless you're some people. <laughs> I, I mess. I literally lost one in like the left rough where there's no trouble. Okay, but, well, yeah, that's yeah. different. You know, losing it in the rough versus like physically losing it off property. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Ken Country Club. Kent was really cool too because that that clubhouse had a really really cool view of the entire course. The whole course is kind of built 
on the like the side of the hill almost a little bit the, the, the clubhouse, like clubhouse the highest point of the property which was cool yeah, yeah which is kind of cool so you're you're looking out over like the entire course before you even tee off which i thought was really really cool and also that first tee box being right up next to the clubhouse was really cool too there's a few country clubs that have that have done that and and uh, that i've played but it was it, it definitely had a, a a special take a very unique take on that for sure which made yeah, it really absolutely fun it would have been i can, I can imagine the members member. It could have been in the fours or up by TPC if the greens were as good as the other course we played. Unfortunately, they punched him like the week before we came. Um, I think it was the week of. It's no, week no of the fault to the course that you got to do yeah. it right. Um, it just maybe like took a little bit away from maybe like Kent being in the top three because um, yeah. it was that it was good enough to be there. I think. Yeah, and and I can speak to those greens. They're always firm, fast, and super smooth. So it it was a shame that they weren't perfect but you know this course was still extremely playable i still made a lot of putts somehow i don't know how don't ask me um i was grinding over eight footers for par coming in to shoot one under that was just wild um all right so then number five at 3.49 we got university of michigan so you know we've, we've talked about it a little bit far you got anything else to add to what you've already your no your i think it's, it's awesome um three point was right around 3.5 that Seems about right ratings wise. It, it it could if it was in if I don't know if it was in if they were hosting like the University of Michigan Golf Classic or something like that, uh, like the the team and it was in like that kind of shape. It could have been in the fours just with the scenery and the whole layouts and it's an Alistair McKenzie. It was it, it in my opinion it borderlined elite like golf courses. Uh, it, it was yeah. awesome. I think mm-hmm. I think it would be I think it would be up a little bit higher if it got some some TLC. I think a few they've lost a few of the the shapes of the bunkers. I think um, yeah. they've lost a little bit of the Alistair McKenzie kind of pizzazz, uh, his uniqueness in the bunkering and all that. Um, and a few take out a few trees. You know, there's like, like I think about hole number three. There's this big, you know, they have all these huge trees. It's that long dog body left par five, right? Yep. And you're like you hit a bombing drive, but then you have to lay up. Like, with like a gap wedge <laughs> with like a gap wedge yeah. because you yeah. you can't get a three wood a hundred feet in the air right like, yeah right away so <laughs> i think it would just add a little bit you know bring back a few of the shots that i think alistair mckenzie probably had in mind when he made it. too that was that was also a detractor it was like you're dry you're you're hitting it over a hill and you just don't know what's below the hill especially yeah. be our first time being there we're just like all right well we're gonna i think we're just gonna bomb it down there and we'll go find it uh mm-hmm that's a uh, thanks for mentioning that because that's, that's what I was going to throw in there. That is one of the biggest detractors of a golf course, in my personal opinion. Um, and like a perfect example of that is the difference between Kingsley and University of Michigan. Blind shots, in my opinion, completely take away from the aura the golf course is able to provide the golfer. I think it's really cool when you stand in the tee and you're able to see the entire hole, if not more holes. And Kingsley was really good at that. There was no point on that golf course where I wasn't able to say see three or four holes at the same time. Um, I think it just completely takes away from the coolness of the of the hole. If you get up there and you can't really see any of your shots, you don't know where it is. It's tough, hard to find them, um, and that kind of thing. So that that definitely took it down a notch, in my personal opinion, for for yeah. U of M. But you know, still a great course. Uh, I just think that for me, it's just a big big time detractor if you really can't see what's going on. You know, I want to mm-hmm. see the beauty of the course, not a hill five feet in front of me. You know. So I'm going to throw six, seven, and eight here together. Uh, we got Pilgrims run at 3.48, 0.01 below University of Michigan. We got the Mines at 3.4, and Diamond Springs at 3.07. Um, 
Pilgrim's Run was kind of cool. It was it was like one of those higher end public courses, if that makes sense. Like it was a great layout, pretty good conditions. Um, the mines was mines was really cool. I think I think personally that one might have been my favorite of the three. Yeah. Um, I would say like slightly better conditions and like a little bit more of a unique layout. Like the Pilgrim's mm -hmm. Run just felt like a, a standard Midwestern layout. And that's not, and that's not mean to take anything away from it. Cause it was awesome. Pilgrim's Run was really good. Um, but just the mines felt more unique. <clears throat> um, mm -hmm. yeah. I think I would probably agree. The, mines, like the mines was like a top notch local Muni and the Pilgrim's Run was like <laughs> the, the, the high end Muni that is like a cool course. Like yeah. everything's mm -hmm. pretty pristine but it's nothing like spectacular yeah mm -hmm. and diamond springs so this one has some 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 hot takes but i personally love diamond springs and Same. for those that don't know it's a single like like first cut of rough across the whole course it's not too no thick. fairways it's super playable it's it's just yeah so you get heather and you have one cut of rough and then the greens are pretty good but mm -hmm. I, but I think it was an awesome layout and like the, the vibe of the, the property of like, you know, show up in your shorts and t-shirt, go drink some beers, go play some golf and just have a good time. I think it was really cool. I think there was, some, I, I think that the lack of fairways was probably a big detra detractor for, you know, probably why it didn't rank higher, but for me at least I liked, and maybe we just did it right, but I liked the uniqueness of the course. Um, it was less about, you know, Oh, this is, it was less about positioning and it was more about actually enjoying the holes, if that makes sense, right? Like you, you get onto TPC Michigan, you've got to place it in the fairway, you know, and granted you're taking in all these cool views and everything, but it's like on the golf side, you have to place it right here. And the whole point about Diamond Springs is to go out there and have a good time. Um, and I think that's kind of why it it's probably didn't funny. rank as, as high, right? It didn't really rank as high, but at the same time, I could play there every day because it was so fun, you know? Yeah. Um, you also made, what, like two eagles and six birdies or something like that? So about Yeah, that? I mean, yeah, I mean, eight, eight birdies or seven birdies and one eagle. She was 68. <laughs> so stupid. Roller coaster 68. Round of the trip, tip of the cap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shooting a 68 with three bogeys and a double. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we mentioned we're, we, we did a lot of traveling. The flow was very different from our Piner's trip. Um, we also changed up the format. Um, so instead of doing uh, teams of two on our last, like, uh, like at Pinehurst, we did two, uh, 4v4 Ryder Cup. Because one of our, like we mentioned, one of our kind of problems with our format was you kind of got stuck with the same person, which is not a bad thing. The lot, don't worry. Um, <laughs> but... Loved playing with you, but we were able to then play with a bunch of different people. Um, you're able to play with everybody, yeah. hopefully an equal amount of times. Um, what do you guys think about the 4v4 Ryder Cup versus kind of a, the two-man style? Let me let me take a first stab at this. Um, four, Ryder Cup format always is going to work on a golf trip. It's always going to be fun. Two, like, it, it, it was a like that's always going to be a blast. So that's point one. Point two is we never played all shot, but what we did is we played – three rounds of best ball where you had to play with each of your teammates in a best ball format, which was awesome. Cause then um, it kind of took the pairings a little bit out of the hand. Maybe you work on pairings for the first round, but eventually you have to play with everyone. So it kind of takes like, you know, like, Oh, we, let's make this matchup today and we'll keep that matchup for tomorrow. So it just, 
switching it up and playing with each one of your teammates was awesome. Great, great idea by us. And um, the last day of singles is always fun too. Singles is always a mm-hmm. is a great time. So if it wasn't uh, already a blowout, it would have been it would have been raucous. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Fultz and I, our team, uh, just waxed. <laughs> I was I'm I was the only that. one. I was the, I was the only one on my team to win points. Yeah, <laughs> you and Danny, because Danny won the match. And you, you you guys you guys won a match, uh, but. Um, yeah, I'm gonna throw on. I'm gonna throw in here the one thing that I liked about the Ryder Cup too is you get more winners, so you get more people uh, leaving the trip in a great mood. Um, yeah, and it, and it also is a little bit less. I think if you put uh, like we had a lot more emphasis on on who won in the on the Pinehurst trip that we took, but for the Michigan trip, it was more about just having a good time with your team. Um, so it was less about like oh we won and like you know shoving the trophy in other people's face. And it was more about like, okay, we had we had a blast. Like, I won my group, you know, my pairings or whatever, so I was able to be happy. You know, everybody kind of ended the trip a little bit happier versus, uh, you know, Jenkins and I like last year just like high on high on life, and then everybody else was like, shoot, I didn't win. You know what I mean? So it made it a little bit more enjoyable to kind of, uh, you know, see the winners win, uh, but also you know a little bit less unbearable if you're on the losing team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think a, a good addition to that. So with the two v two is with the two man team, having one trophy kind of makes sense. You know, just two people share it. We're like, okay, we got four people on a team. How do we divide the trophy for the year until we do this trip again? And I think a nice a nice addition we had. I, I can't remember. I think it was Ferrar's idea, but it was having an MVP trophy as well. So the team of four wins the big Kaiser International Trophy, the Mel Reeb Cup, and then we had the person with the most points won the the MVP and it was a flag. Also, if you go to Belvedere, the flags are three hundred fifty dollars. They're awesome, but overpriced. The most flags so. you've ever seen, but they're three hundred fifty bucks. So that that hurt. Um, yeah, yeah. So I wish it could have been that one, but we found we found a one from Kent. That was a good a good uh, alternative. Who was um, the? Were you the winner, folks? I actually it, believe it or not, I had the most points. <laughs> I don't wow. or the the most holes won. Yeah. Okay, that, so yeah, so you got that. A little bit of favoritism um, there, but it's all right. <laughs> hey, man, I, hey, golf, golfify does not lie. That is the beauty <laughs> of golfify. So at the end of a tournament, end of tournament, you can export the stats of everybody. You can see their their how many birdies they made, how many eagles they made, um, all that kind of stuff. And it was it was it's really awesome. So shout out golfify again. Another thing that so we used golfify this trip. We did not use it last trip and i think having the archives now where we can look back having the live leaderboard while we're playing so you can see where everybody's matches at was awesome and i think that's something we need to definitely carry on in the next golf trips and that you should definitely have on your golf trip mm-hmm. yeah eight, eight if you have eight eight or less people it's free too by the way so definitely check out golf five unbelievable experience there um also great support shout out to the dude who made that sounds like a really james cool lester shout out james lester yeah, James Lester. Excellent guy. Sponsor us, please. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think we're buttoned up on time, but that was uh, any other final parting thoughts on our Michigan trip or golf trips in general? I, I think, think we've, we've – go ahead, Fultz. I think we've done a great job um, planning these things out, but, you know, one of the cool things about doing these golf trips, uh, especially with the guys, is it's only going to get better. So uh, – 
I don't know if you heard. There's a Lions game going on in the background. A little Lions game going on in the background, but let's go Lions, baby. Probably, we'll probably cut that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> golf trips are only going to get better. So absolutely, we'll we'll keep expanding on the good things, mm-hmm. fixing the bad things. Excellent. I think the, the my closing thoughts on so far these first two trips of Pinehurst to Michigan is we've kind of gone to opposite ends of the spectrum, and <laughs> Fulton, you crack me up, man. I, let me let me get my thought across. Um, but we're, you know, we we've kind of done opposite ends. We have a home base. We've traveled a lot, and I think there's amazing things about each one. You just got to find what works best for your group. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Choose that. Uh, unfortunately, the season's pretty much over in the Midwest, but uh, this does get me jazzed up for the next trip. Uh, wherever we decide to go next, so mm-hmm. exciting! The so, third annual, yeah. third annual Mel Reap Cup is going to be absolutely incredible. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. My name, my name is Tip. For ours, it and Mac, we are out, baby. Let's go. Let's tip it out. Let's yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs>